All right, welcome back. I'm here with John Borland and Joseph Freed. How you doing, gentlemen? Doing great, Al. Thank you. Doing great. Thanks for having us. Hey, guys. Uh, I was really excited uh, when I saw the news come through that Perceptics had acquired Cultivate. Uh, John, you know, your take, you know, why'd you make the move right up front? Let's just jump in. <laughs> well, let's let's do that, Al. So, Listen, we've been we've been talking to our customers for quite a while now about how we think about the evolution of employee listening and the evolution of analytics in the space that we're in. And the last couple of years have done a couple of things for us. Certainly, COVID changed everything around how organizations need to listen and really understand their their people and their organization. Um, and there's also been just an evolution of technology. And so we've been thinking about for quite some time where does passive listening uh, and where does more AI belong in the employee listening space? And we've done a lot of work on that internally. We've done a lot of work externally, talking to other folks and thinking about where the intersection of those two things do in fact to come together in a way that that adds value to our customers. And so that's that's the impetus behind all this, Al, was us thinking about we've got best in class, what I would call active listening in place right now. Uh, but I think there is a whole world of passive listening and uh, and really this this evolution of continuous listening, which if you think back a decade ago, continuous listening really wasn't uh, talked about. And there's been a big shift to continuous listening. I think what we've seen the last couple of years is the move to continuous listening isn't enough. It's got to be continuous actioning. It's got to be continuous evolution and continuous change. And so really this this uh, acquisition of Cultivate and Joe and his team there is super exciting for us because it really does open up another uh, significant channel for us around how we listen and how we provide insights back to back to our customers. Well, I personally, I'm a bit biased because I've known Joe since he started this and to see the evolution and to see you all come together, it's exciting for me on a personal level as well as professional level. So, you know, Joe, you know, tell us about Cultivate and, and your impetus for starting this up. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So uh, first, I'll just say that we're also super excited uh, from Cultivate's perspective, right? Um, it just, uh, it allows us to scale and do so many great things with our product, right? We feel like we uh, sort of just started at Cultivate to really get a grasp of how we can help people uh, in the enterprise and now being part of Perceptics. The, I'd say the thing that we like so much about that is our mission is the same. Right. And so when we think about Cultivate and we think about Perceptics, the mission is on the employee experience, right? Just 100% employee experience. How can we build the most innovative products to improve the employee experience? And we both think the same way. And so for Cultivate, we're just uh, you know excited about the future of what we can do together. Um, back to your question, uh, Al, I do have to give you also some credit. I think the first time we ever showed cultivate to an audience was at your people analytics and future of work conference um at the hotel uh outside of san francisco i think it was about four years ago i think there was three of us on the team i think you snuck us up on the stage i don't think we paid for anything <laughs> just said, show them what you're doing um and so uh uh thank you al as one of those first times to actually show people what we were doing with cultivate um we were we were talking quickly before you know it was interesting we we built cultivate because we saw that the world was becoming highly digital and to be a good people leader, how you behave and communicate and treat people in these digital channels uh, was highly impactful to the employee experience, right? How could you be a good boss if you're not also a good boss on Slack, right? And so well-being was becoming digital well-being 
psychological safety was becoming digital psychological safety. These things mattered, right? They matter in the impact on your team. Uh, and so we wanted to develop technology to do that, that would leverage that communication to ultimately help each individual people leader. Um, and when we, we looked at that space and we're thinking of how do we build cultivate, we said, okay, well, that's super interesting, but we saw sort of two big challenges to solve, right? Um, one is how can we provide something that's scalable, right? And so therefore we just wanted to work with the enterprise because that was a challenge. So how do you help thousands of people globally that are sitting in different time zones? Um, that's another reason why we really are excited about joining Perceptics is they also just focus on the enterprise, right? So how do we help some of the biggest companies in the world uh, and help everybody? And then the second piece is, and this is a challenge that goes with scalability, but then how do you also make it personalized, right? So it's not just making it scalable, but how do you make it personalized, especially now? So I'm sitting at home managing a hybrid team. I'm on my own. Um, I need help and coaching and insights and recommendations that are very specific to me, how I treat my team, how I communicate with my team, the needs and the norms and the collaboration that I've set with my team. And so how do you scale and personalize at the same time and leverage the new digital information and behavior? And that was really the, uh, the motivation for us to try to build our AI platform uh, in Cultivate. And now that we are you know, joined with Perceptics, we can continue to do that because we both believe in the same mission. Yeah, with that, uh, John, I'm gonna kick it over to you because we can talk about uh, you know the acquisition and you know what it means for you all internally. But if I'm a listener here, I'm interested. How is it going to impact me? Whether it be an existing customer or if I am considering you know, Perceptics uh, moving forward. So, John, if we can just talk about adoption. You know, what's the ideal use case or use cases right now, given this, um, and forgive me, this is my own language, but ecosystem, this broadened capability that you now have, you know, what does it look like? How, what's the optimal use? Yeah, there, there, I think there's a number of different uses, Al, that again, get us pretty excited. And, you know, part of the diligence process, this acquisition was us talking to a number of the current Cultivate customers. And what we heard was that the value created in the Cultivate product and the Cultivate platform, understanding like Joe just talked about the behaviors and giving that self-awareness to leaders was such a critical part. But the message that we heard over and over again was the ability to connect that behavior outcomes to business outcomes. That was what one of their customers called the holy grail. And, and I love that quote because the notion of saying, if we can bring behavioral information all the way full circle to actual business outcomes, then we have done something really significant and really impactful. And so to, to answer your question, I'll just give you one more example. In one of the um, uh, customer calls we had, we talked to a leader who talked about within his own individual team, had a team of a number of direct reports. And there was one particular direct report that was performing really strong, maybe even the strongest compared to everyone else on the team. But the moment this leader activated the Cultivate product, very quickly was able to realize that this leader's interactions with that one individual employee were very different than the rest of his employees. And some might say in more negative ways, uh, less responsive, uh, maybe less positive in some of the interactions, uh, maybe less frequent communication. And what this leader immediately realized is, I wonder if this high performing direct report of mine understands that the reason I communicate differently is because I have so much confidence and so much trust and so much belief in what their capabilities are. 
But the self-awareness of that Cultivate product revealed forced a conversation. That leader began to have a conversation with that individual that said, um, how do you interpret my communication style? And there was very quick understanding that that employee did not interpret that communication style in a positive way. There were questions about, am I meeting your expectations? Am I delivering what you're looking for? And so that behavioral element caused a conversation to occur that you could argue turn that relationship around in a significant way from a high performing standpoint. But then you take that same self-awareness behaviors and you start to tie it to business outcomes. And so what Perceptics has done for the last 20 years is measure perceptions within an organization. So we're measuring perceptions all the way from pre-hire candidate experience all the way to exit or leave surveys and really everything in between. And when we can start to connect those actual perceptions with an individual manager's behavior and begin to correlate those things and then be able to point to, if you're looking to change a perception, maybe you want to change the perception around uh, collaboration or communication or cross-department uh, elements in there. If you're looking to change a perception on your team, are there actual behaviors of yourself that correlate to that? And we can point to basically a coaching program that we can coach you around certain behaviors that we believe the data demonstrates will have a positive impact on that particular team perception of that ultimately that business outcome. E even going so far as to talk about things like actual retention or performance or DE&I and understanding are there elements of that that we can begin to build models around what are the behavioral attributes of leaders in this organization that perform really well in that area, that have low attrition, have high performance, have uh, whatever business outcome you're looking for, what are the behavioral um, kind of attributes of those kinds of leaders? And then let's look at the leaders that have maybe lower scores in that, understand those behavioral attributes. And can we start to, again, uh, proactively coach individual people leaders in an organization around those behaviors that we know directly influence those business outcomes and really tie, again, that behavioral side to the perceptions and the business outcome side. That's the full circle that we're looking for. And that's what we're trying to build with this acquisition here is to be able to uh, allow individual people leaders. And what I would say as well is there's a lot of first time people leaders out there in the market today that are becoming first time people leaders in a remote or a hybrid environment. And that's never happened before at this scale that we see right now. And so to provide, and because as Joe said, there's so much digital communication and digital channels in place right now, to be able to take that first time people leader and give them that, that regular consistent coaching and feedback and that self-awareness, that mirror that I sometimes call that we can shine up for them in a very personalized way to help them uh, become better people leaders. That is again, another significant component to this as you think about the broader talent management space that we're in right now and where we're looking to really help these uh, organizations uh, achieve uh, what their outcomes are they're looking to achieve. And that goes back to our own mission statement, which is simply to enable people and organizations to thrive. And we think connecting these two pieces together um, allows us to do that in even more profound ways. Yeah, I, I got to bring myself back on screen because I'm just smiling because, it, you know, yeah, we've been in this field for a number of years and I'm not gonna date it, but you know, we talked about action planning that as being this cumbersome process, don't have time for that. Uh, also talked about the fact that, okay, we don't want to single out 
individuals because then there would be this level of defensiveness that would compromise confidentiality. But now the systems are such that we're enabling individuals to improve. So the value proposition goes to the person, him or herself, whether it be a leader, individual contributor, what have you. So Joe, I'll kick this over to you. Obviously, John shared a lot and I'm you know, personally excited about where the world is because it's going to humanize the work experience. It's going to elevate focus and a bunch of other good things. But you know, where do you see this, not only uh, technology value proposition going, but th the value to elevate the individual in terms of their ability to be an effective leader and focus a group. What's your thoughts? Yeah. I, I mean, look, I think you hit it exactly right. You know, we developed cultivate as a developmental tool from the ground up. Right. And that is sort of mission day one. We, we, I think, uh, the initial product we called personal people analytics, because what we saw that was a little bit lacking in the space was that most people analytics are top down. But how do we give that individual their personal people analytics for developmental reasons? And so Cultivate was created as an empowerment tool. So the same way I would get, say, a human coach, right, uh, which is just for me, um, I would get Cultivate. And so that's built in every facet of Cultivate, right? That's built into our opt-in architecture. That's built into the way that the system works. And the whole idea behind that is that it has to be actionable. And so everything that we developed with Cultivate was from a lens of, can this be actionable? And so uh, that you know story that John shared about uh, a user getting that piece of insight that they might be treating somebody differently and that's spurring a conversation, that's only effective, right? If that person opted into that and they realized that that information was developmental, that it was just for them, right? And so that's sort of the core of how we built Cultivate and I think the, the way that a lot of developmental tools in the market are moving now, you'll see um, a lot of sort of explosion in how can we give people tools to develop themselves, right? So if our people are sort of on an island now in a hybrid uh, uh, space, what are we giving them so that they can improve their style of management, right? So that they can improve their work-life balance, so that they can improve their team, so that they, we can empower them at the team level and the individual level. And so... Uh, at the core, that is what we love about Cultivate. And not only does it have that passive listening to give me the analytics, but Cultivate has a robust recommendation engine. And the recommendation engine is all about you, is how it can improve your relationship with your team. And so that's where Cultivate is today. What's exciting going forward about the be able to uh, be connecting to Perceptics um, is not just the mission, but it's the product synergies. And so Back to John's uh, uh, point about talking to the customers, a lot of our customers will say, hey, Cultivate is great. It provides me this instant self-awareness of how I'm treating my team, spurs conversation. But I would love to know how this, right, how these insights and these actions can help me improve my 360 scores, right? Improve my 180 scores, right? Uh, maybe I got a pulse engagement score that says people's perceptions of manager trust is low. Well, what can I do about that? And Al, sir, to your point, I think the industry has struggled a little bit about what's the action plan that comes from uh, a survey, right? How do we action on that? And by actually combining uh, the platforms where we have this personal data from me, and then we have survey data, which is this uh, employee experience KPIs, right? We can actually use that to create these bite-size 
action nuggets from me. Hey, Joe, did you know, right? Um, managers with highly engaged teams in your org say have one-on-ones um, at least once a month and you're having no one-on-ones with Al. Maybe that's something that you might want to uh, go check out. Or, hey, did you know, right, that, you know, you scored low on your 360s on manager trust and we noticed that compared to everyone on your team, you don't really ask for John's opinion a lot might be something you might want to check into. And that may seem like a very uh, sort of simple bite-sized coaching nugget that gets pushing your flow of work. But in order to create that, there's all this data, right? You need to have all that data under the hood and you need to have built all this work just to give you that one bite-sized nugget that might change my relationship with John, right? To that story, maybe I just pick up the phone and I call John, hey, you know, John, let me check in with you, you know, uh, and have that conversation. And that might be, the thing that's going to spur that. And ultimately it's going to help my relationship with John. And it's also going to tie into how culture is measured inside the company, right? To give me those bite-sized nuggets. And those two together, those data sources together is, is what allows you to create the actionability, right? Mm. And if you don't have both, if you don't have the developmental tools and my behaviors, right? And you don't have the perceptions and the KPIs and the measurement ability, it's very hard to create that hyper-personalized actionability for the individual. That's what people are chasing, right? If I just have, say, a coach who has no idea how I behave, it's very hard for that coach to give me action. They have to say, how do you think you're treating John? And I would say, I think I'm treating him okay, uh, right? But they don't really understand my behaviors. And without understanding how people are giving me feedback on myself, whether it's through the 180s or 360s, right? I can't understand how I'm actually perceived. By having both together, we can actually build developmental tools, especially in this hybrid and remote world that are hyper-personalized for the individual. So that's what I'm most excited about. I'm most excited about these product synergies that are gonna allow us to do things that are innovative and new in the future of work and are critical for these big enterprises. Well, I mean, thank you, <laughs> because as you're sharing, you're actually taking me to a place where I, frankly, you know, I've hoped I've, uh, but to actually have it be implementable and adopted at scale is something that's very exciting. Again, not only for organizations, but for individuals themselves. And everything that you're talking about touches a lot of formerly siloed processes uh, from org design to learning to you know, coaching to performance yeah, to workforce planning, even when you talk about uh, you know, workload management and so forth. So John, my question to you, as we you know, start to wrap up, we have uh, time for a few more uh, questions uh, from me, but if anyone who's listening wanna chime in on any of the platforms where we're, uh, uh, publishing right now, then by all means, uh, please jump in. But here it is. Uh, formerly, HR was the buyer of employee survey services and uh, HR in turn would have to go and sell this you know, internally. And sometimes that sales job was very scary. Uh, having done it myself, I can say that with personal experience because it created a level of accountability among leaders that oftentimes was uncomfortable and the process was cumbersome and oftentimes expensive. So John, my pointed question is, who is not only your buyer these days, but who are the key stakeholders who are involved in deciding the solution to create and in turn, 
implementing it and taking that insight and adjusting, you know, the decisions on these different aspects, whether it be learning, talent acquisition, internal mobility, all that stuff. So, you know, who's the buyer, Who, who's the, the, the governing body, if you will, that's going to drive success in the adoption of Perceptics and similar solutions. Well, definitely we are moving out of just kind of the HR sphere as being kind of the sole buyer of this. And, and this touches, I would say, every element of an organization. If you think about that developmental component that Joe talked about just a few minutes ago, certainly talent development, L&D, those are functions that have uh, significant stakeholder elements to this type of work. Because again, go back to you know, specifically on L&D and think about the, the ways from a developmental standpoint that this can be expanded. Um, one of the products that we just relaunched recently is our develop product, which is our multi-rater leadership feedback product. And, and that was, again, another area that we saw Cultivate being a direct um, companion to in terms of how do we take that multi-rater feedback and how do we create that micro learning element on top of that? And Joe talked about some of the integrations with different learning systems out there, HBR, LinkedIn Learning, and others out there as well. Uh, but you think about kind of the L&D impact of multi-rater development, again, in a remote world as a significant portion of it there. And then just people analytics, Al. I mean, there are increasingly larger and larger people analytics teams within the clients that we get to support. And, and those teams are hungry for more data that allows them to create a, a better picture of the organization to ultimately understand uh, behavior in ways that help uh, employees become more successful within an organization. So I think the people analytics teams, I think the L&D teams, the talent development teams, certainly those core HR teams all have a place in there. And and again, to your point earlier, Al, it, there really is a departure from just continuous listening being enough. If you think about that notion of continuous actioning, and you think about what Joe said a moment ago around just, just the bite-sized piece of information, the did you know dot, 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 or whatever it might be, and the ability to feed those up on a regular basis and take a little bit of pressure off of the big annualized action plan process that still has a, an important place uh, to, to play in this, I think, overall uh, market. But think about the ways to continuously on a weekly basis, a biweekly basis, provide those bite-sized information nuggets that will be transformational when you put them all together in that employee development or that leader development process. And so I think this does really touch a number of different functions, a number of different stakeholders, and allows every function of business to recognize how can uh, individuals within my particular team benefit, not just from the active perceptions we're collecting, but also the behavioral development you know, pieces of that and, uh, and where that all comes together. Yeah, I absolutely love it. And the key uh, theme that is driving a lot of, call it, culture strategy, if you will, is diversity, equity, and inclusion and creating a sense of, of belonging. So, you know, Joe, as we start to wrap up, uh, this notion of inclusion, this, uh, you know, how is not only Cultivate, but together with Perceptics going to elevate awareness and promote inclusion in an organization? Sure. I mean, look, I, I think in inherently, the main ROI of Cultivate on day one is self-awareness. Um, that That's the thing that Cultivate drives with the first button click, right? And so you're not filling out assessments or personality tests. You're not giving your perception of how inclusive you think you are, right? Um, you click that button and the first thing that 
cultivate inside of Perceptics now can give you is self-awareness on how you actually are treating people. Um, and it's not doing it from a uh, judgment perspective, right? It's not saying this is a good, right or wrong way to have a relationship because everyone's relationship now is unique, right? So uh, I may be sitting here, I'm homeschooling kids, so my mornings are super hectic, but someone else is working at a different time zone. And so the way that we work with our people is continuously changing. What Cultivate gives is, as John mentioned before, I get a mirror to understand how I actually behave. And so now I actually understand if I'm treating people differently. And so if you think about how do I want to create an environment for my team that's inclusive, right, uh, where they feel that their opinions are valued, right, where they feel like they are, their well-being is respected, right, Cultivate actually shows me, gives me that baseline. Well, this is what you're doing today. And that allows me to reflect and then have conversations. And so uh, that's sort of the bedrock of any sort of behavior change is self-awareness. And so to be able to actually start with that, to understand if you want to understand about any of your workplace team norms, whether that's uh, uh, inclusion or well-being or manager trust, you have to first understand how you're treating people. And so the, the Cultivate product itself is meant to help managers focus on those topics. And you could take what we've done with Cultivate, how we started with your behaviors, by being they then able to actually pair that with the perceptions of, are you actually building an inclusive space, right? I may be behaving a certain way, so I think this makes sense, but my people might not be perceiving my actions the way I think they are. And that is the power of taking something like the multi-rater feedback that John just talked about and pairing that with your actions. And so if you want to create, whether it's an inclusive space, right? A, a place of psychological safety, which a lot of that now is digital, right? So I do I feel safe speaking up on Slack, right? Um, uh, am I creating those environments for my team? I now have the ability to understand both my behaviors and the perceptions of my behaviors. And both of those are critical to providing that. And so I think the combination of Cultivate, uh, cultivate with Perceptics pr provides a product on the market that is unique in its ability to be able to do that. Well, you two got me fired up. So, yeah, again, yeah, as we wrap, uh, congratulations to you both. I, I'm really excited uh, for what you're bringing to the market. And again, it's not only around organizational effectiveness. Everything that you just shared, both of you, affects people's lives, you know, elevating self-awareness, able to, in my view, you know, in turn, focus and then treat people better or, you know, do something more effectively, whatever that action might be. So, uh, John, uh, closing you know, comments and how can people learn more about uh, you and Perceptics? Yeah, no, thanks, Al. And I appreciate the time to spend a few minutes with you and uh, today kind of walking through this uh, this exciting news for us. So, uh, look, we're, we're coming up uh, in a couple of weeks. Perceptics celebrates its 19th birthday. And uh, for the last 19 years, we have been completely committed as an organization to helping uh, organizations thrive, helping their people and the organizations thrive. And that has been our sole focus for 19 years. And, and acquisitions like this, I mean, if you recall, we acquired Waggle about uh, six, eight months ago around the crowdsourcing element and also Culture IQ on the, the culture model piece. And so uh, Perceptics continues to be very active in understanding how can we help our customers, again, get better product, better technology, better services, better capabilities to understand their people in a more in-depth way to ultimately humanize the workplace. Like you said, I think at the very start of our, our session here today, and that's been our passion 
for 19 years. That's going to continue to be our passion as an organization. So uh, we've been fortunate to work with a lot of the world's leading brands and leading organizations. So we count that a real pleasure to be able to do that and to help these companies take the next step. We recognize it's a journey. We talk a lot about crawl, walk, run in this space, and it is a journey. And uh, we're excited to work with a lot of uh, these great organizations in that process and uh, would love to speak with anyone else. You can reach out uh, certainly on our website, on our LinkedIn page, other social media channels. Would love to connect with you and share more information. Uh, please connect with me on LinkedIn if you haven't already. Would be uh, would love to uh, chat with you as well on LinkedIn uh, and Joe as well. And uh, just look forward to kind of what's next uh, in our journey and our continued uh, very singular focus on our mission and what we're here to do and how we're here to help organizations uh, ultimately become more successful. Well, thank you. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be looking at what you all are going to be delivering over the coming months and, and moving forward. Because again, very excited. Uh, Joe, last word. Uh, I just want to say as as a, a startup building brand new innovative technology, uh, to be able to join forces uh, with another company that will allow us to accelerate that and the synergies of the product to actually scale that technology, combine it with other aspects of a product and continue to build innovative products uh, is great. We're super excited at Cultivate to be joining Perceptics and what we can actually create for the market and the customers going forward. So it's exciting times uh, for all of us here. Well, gentlemen, yet again, congratulations. Thanks for doing what you do. And uh, we'll have to follow and see what happens next. But uh, you all be well and hope to see you again in person uh, very soon. Take care. Thanks, Al. Appreciate it. Right. Thanks, Al. Cheers. Appreciate right. it.